no, no, no. Just let them dangle. Uh, how would I know that something was juicy if it wasn't on their ass? It's the four Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the 413 podcast featuring the PCB peeps. Good evening. Yo! Hey! Hey! There we go. Whole squad in attendance. We got to start doing a roll call, I think. You know those like big roll calls where they like all sing a line? We're going to do one of those things. We'll do our we'll do a roll call. I feel like you have to get me added to the intro first. Oh, good point. (laughs) I thought about it. I haven't been able to sing in like, I don't know. Ever? (laughs) You (laughs) will. Inspired. Definitely not adding you. I'm going to put you in my lyric notebook. (laughs) I definitely haven't been able to add you into uh, the song in the last couple months. I have no voice. But um, as you can hear, I've got no voice and that's because abby myself and jared all gave each other covid (laughs) (laughs) i survived bill survived andy was doing something else we won't say what um but we went we all went to a show together a couple days later we all had covid and in the words of usher i got it i got it bad so did Mm -hmm. abby Real bad. Jared actually had like a little bit more of a cold situation going on, I think. It was COVID, but it was a, a yeah, mild rendition. Something different every 12 hours. He got COVID light. We got COVID <laughs> heavy. Yeah. I had COVID not alcoholic. <laughs> but we're going to fight through this episode because that's what we do. That's how now, we roll. A couple things have happened that have st- brought up conversation to do this episode tonight. So Abby busted out the camcorder, right? And you already know if you hear the word camcorder, you're either like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, or I haven't heard that since 19 blankety blank. So on this camcorder was some old footage of some shows from Pittsfield, um, the Common, Busters, La Choza, when they were holding shows there. And it was a really nice flashback. It's like 2003 and also got a 2001 video in there. Um, So it was really awesome to see. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, holy shit, the fashions of the 2000s, right? I'm like, we dress like absolute dicks. And (laughs) so glad we've moved on from that. But I think... (laughs) What we wanted to do tonight, (laughs) well, some of us have have moved on from that. Um, But I thought tonight would be a great opportunity for us to talk about some of those fashions, that some of those trends and things that we saw in this video and talk a little shit. Um, (laughs) It's kind of what we do best. I've got some questions for you all because I'm seeing some stuff and I want to hear your feedback. So first thing. What was with the band t-shirts? Like you couldn't you couldn't go see a band without every single dude wearing rocking some different band t-shirt. And you always had a pretty eclectic mix, right? You'd have like a couple current heavy hitter bands and then one that like felt ironic, right? So like I don't know which of you. Yeah, like a Hollow Notes <laughs> kind of shirt. A Maneater shirt. <laughs> which you can absolutely like non-ironically, but I, I find that that was kind of the, the thread. So um, I think everyone on this podcast is guilty of it. The band t-shirt. Tell me about your favorite. Andy, what's like the band t-shirt that you wore to death? Okay, so I had two. 
that I wore to death. And I always, whenever we went to a big concert, I always put on my Dead Rats one or my Minimal Effort shirt because I was that guy that was like, nope, I'm going to rock the underground band that no one here is going to know. And I freaking loved that Dead Rat shirt to death. I even put it on a sweatshirt when it got too ripped. I put it on the back of a sweatshirt. <laughs> I, and I, I love that trend. I still do. Like when I see people like walking around in band t-shirts and shit, or like if you go to a concert and people are rocking band t-shirts, it just brings me back. I love it. No, I'd say like, bands. it's not like it's gone away completely. It's just that it's not as prevalent. Like I think if you were to go at that point, like everybody in a band t-shirt. Right? Everyone like, did. Absolutely. Some people wore two band t-shirts, one on top of the other. Specifically, there's a person I'm thinking about that I know that did that all the time. So before I move on to Bill, I got a question. <laughs> Is it in poor taste to wear a band t-shirt of the band that you're going to see? I totally think so. Wow. I totally think so. I, you you got to show up for somebody else too. Of course you're showing up for this band, but Show some pride in somebody else's band. Maybe you have a merchandise buying problem. I don't know. That's legit. Definitely fair. Jared, any opinions on that? Or what you fucking want. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Jared, you can have say, an opinion. It's okay. Is I that I took is. my advice from Bill. So I always thought it was <laughs> nice. okay to wear a band shirt of the band you were going to see. Oh, yeah. And I remember Bill said, you can never wear the band t-shirt of the band you're going to see. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're going to look Except like a poser. Like, you oh, know, God. So like if Dead Rats was playing with minimal effort, I was screwed because I'm like, these are the only <laughs> two band t-shirts that my Catholic parents really allow me to have that they haven't stolen. <laughs> I have to pick one to wear. I thought I gave you a rancid shirt at one point. You did. You did. That probably is when I, because I think I wore a dead rat shirt to a dead rat show and you were like, you cannot. You can't wear this. Wear Don't it. worry. I have about five shirts on. Yeah, I have five on. Wear this that. one. They're all extra large. You're a youth small at best, but I'm going to give you It's a style. It was a choice. Abby, how about you? Would you... Um, I would certainly not wear a band shirt to the band I was going to see, but I also was not a big fan of wearing band shirts because they didn't show off things I liked showing off enough. Right. Like your amazing personality. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to be the star of that show. Mixed bag, I think. I would say that there's one thing that I did instead as kind of similar to this was that maybe it was subconsciously, but it was never intentional is that... I'd be like looking through my band t-shirts, like I'm going to wear this one today. And like, I catch myself 20 minutes later driving somewhere, listening to that band too. And I'm like, I'm wearing the shirt of the band I'm listening to in the car. Like, is it just because it was like fresh on my mind? And that's what I decided to pick. Did my iPod do me dirty? I don't know. But point being. The reason you ended up with the shirt, right? You had to like it in some way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, day, I guess so. Uh, Bill. Favorite shirt yes. from back in the day? Well, my favorite shirt from back in the day would be uh, the Casualties Street Punk shirt. Um, it had uh, all members of the Casualties peeing on a wall, and in yellow it said, The Casualties, uh, New York Street Punk. And I was like, yeah, this shirt is amazing. I mean, there's a lot of runner-ups for this one, but that one, whenever it was like, you know, um, we're taking like group photos or something. I'm definitely uh, showing that shirt off a little bit more proud. And, you know, my Mohawk's on point and so is the shirt. So got to throw that one out there. Heck yeah. Abby, now I know it wasn't like your favorite fashion trend, but did you have a band t-shirt that you did? Like I rock? did not have a band t-shirt that I love to rock. I had a 315 custom hoodie that I had them make me. It was my green hoodie. You can see me wearing it in most pictures. Um, I still have it upstairs. And I think that was like my my pride and joy was my 315 hoodie. Nice. Love it. That was a cool hoodie. How about you, Jared? I know you had a you had a drawer full. I had a few North Star shirts that I liked. Nice. They just Wore out over time, <laughs> turned into rags at some point. Yeah, I will say, like, there weren't a lot of 
great designs at that point. Like I felt like a lot of the shirts were all the same. They didn't like get too creative for a while. And then all of a sudden, like things a got a black. little bit more. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got that dead rat shirt. It was red. I was going to say, I also throw in there that yeah. there was uh, the gilded uh, t-shirts. Like Jared said, they tore to pieces so quick. Like your shirts would just start disintegrating. Luckily, I was wearing 17 of them, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. you weren't meant to move in those. They were just for display. It was like a mannequin wear, you were fine. For, for sure. That. And they didn't, you know, I think the other problem was, and this is, well, I guess a problem you all had at that period in time, but they didn't make women's fit shirts. They were all very boxy, men's fit, like awful shirts. So you'd end up with like a Could kid's medium. A belly shirt. <laughs> it's not good. None of it was good. <laughs> Yeah, especially if you were uh, a growing boy with a long torso and short legs. I know. <laughs> My favorite tee for a long time, I wore it like to I wore it to death, and it got so soft because I wore it so much that it was like so comfortable. So whenever I'd play drums, it was like my favorite shirt to wear, which was my Bad Religion T-shirt. That's right. It was one of my first, and I I wore I wore the heck out of it, and then. From there on out, it was like, you know, every time they had a deal at Hot Topic, I was buying like three or four rando t-shirts, sometimes like four of the same band. I'm like, oh, really? Am I going to, do I like all American rejects that much or do I just like clearance? Like, I can't tell. <laughs> Hell yeah. I got a lot of your secondhand stuff. <laughs> That's most of my stockpile of shit. <laughs> it's just... No, it's good to know. There's all the stuff I don't need and want. Take it. Yeah. Well, you know, you gotta have you gotta have a collection that rivals uh, Hot Topic whenever you can. Bill's got one, we know oh, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Bill, I I don't know if this is a, the right term because I don't want to be disparaging against anybody, but Bill's kind of a merch slut, like <laughs> oh, big time. <laughs> I don't know what y'all um, are talking about. You getting all slutty up with it? I know, poor Bill. He's just you know he's he's buying a lot of stuff. He wears two Bill shirts at a time. Support. We're all going through. mortgage is working out for me. <laughs> I've seen Bill wear two hoodies at the same time. Like I don't even, one forward and one backwards. I don't even know what that was about. Bill, don't you have to wear a uniform to work? Doesn't that take up like 60% of like 80% of your wardrobe? Uh, oh. I, I, I can wear this underneath though. Yeah. Then I at least know that uh, I got seven Wonder Years shirts underneath uh, my post office. You just have to wear garb. the jacket? Or do you actually have to get all dressed up? Well, until I get to, you know, the kid uh, in a Christmas story, I can't put my arms down. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to call out part two. So, okay, we see all these band t-shirts kicking around. So, like, let's just take a quick stroll back to, like, the 2000s pop punk kid, okay? Right, because this is what we saw (laughs) in this video. So we've got the band t-shirt, black almost always. We've got the backwards hat usually no sports team associated these are like the the blank what was the brand you used to get them at champs like around the world or something i think was the company yeah top of the world top or the something world. top of the world yeah something like that rock the the 10 different colors they had back the backwards they were hat. cheap you could spend 60 dollars for a hat or it's like you can get these colored ones for 20 they were like seven bucks no no you can yeah. get them for like seven bucks fitted hats gotta have to fancy colors know, Try a couple on, kind of gross, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. I think Pat and I both had Hurley hats too. You said that very proudly, and I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to say I never wore a hat because I was always told it would cause you to go bald. I'm losing my hair, and I never wore a hat. So, who whoever put that, and I forgot who said it. Like, I'm glad I never wore a hat because I everyone else had a hat, but. It's just untrue. You're still going to so lose sorry. your hair. There, there was a point where I wore a hat like every day, and then I stopped wearing hats because my hair got big and fluffy. But uh, we'll That's get into that hat. soon. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's That's a whole hat, 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 though. Remember the Mr. T experience? Oh, yes. Remember? I loved that hat. That was a um, cool way. I mean, granted, like every winter hat, it's black with a, a band logo on it. And that was it. <laughs> All right, so for those for those of you at home playing along, you got a pretty sharp looking band T-shirt here. You got the backwards top of the world or around the world hat from Champs, um, 
And then you got to accessorize with the ball chain necklace, right? Like <laughs> the tighter, the better. For sure. Abby, what do you think about necklaces? Was that a was that a good look for the pop punk boy? It was a terrible look, but I do have vivid memories of going to the dollar store at the Berkshire Mall and getting dog collars, <laughs> probably with Bill. Yeah, and totally wearing those <laughs> one dollar necklaces. All right. Oh, they were sharp though. Throw that puppy in. I like that. <laughs> The bottoms kind of varied a little bit, right? You went either from like the really long shorts, like long shorts and tall socks, like the Blink-182 kind of look, or you had like the the the, the faded pants. jeans, right? Uh, those are kind of the Not two. Not even just faded, ladies' jeans. So they were super tight because they didn't make men's jeans. skinny jeans. Yeah, and this is like dark wash, but like with the yes. worn out like thighs, right? Like that's, that's what we're talking about. Not like... I know I said faded and Abby looked at me like I was saying stonewash. Like, <laughs> sorry, I know, sacrilege. No, we're talking the Levi's 2003 special. Oh, yeah. Ass um, crack showing all over the place for the boys because they're four, ladies. Four, five, real seven, low in the front. Three. And I, so I came from a strict Catholic household. So I don't know how I got this, but my mom got me a pair of baggy long shorts. Remember the blue ones? They were like freaking navy blue. She must have just thought they were pants because I was short. And I remember <laughs> I, I, I never had long socks because I have sensory issues and I can't stand long socks. But I remember rocking those shorts like it was nobody's business. And then one day, Bill's like, you should put suspenders on. And I'm like, no, my pants, they, they held up. And he's like, no, 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 just let them dangle. And I'm like, this is the best thing. This is the best thing ever. I love it. Absolutely love it. The suspenders were definitely like that cool punk rock look, but I think those are like more like late nineties. I don't think that they were really like, I never saw you wear suspenders. So they must've been late nineties. Cause I would have had a field day with that one. No, we were in college. It was, we were in college. We were totally in college. <laughs> and Bill was Listen, like, dude, I, you gotta I, put I these like suspenders on. And I'm like, you, okay. You guys are the exception, not the rule. Okay. <laughs> Let's just, you guys have never been fa fashion forward here. All right. You guys are definitely Max and Nisa's at best. Maybe that fedora. <laughs> um, but I do, I do want to call out. You gotta hold those pants up somehow because they were so low rise. What was going on with with the pants and low rises? Were you trying to show off your entire mons pubis here? Like, we were just trying to save some money. I think the I think the idea was that nobody had an ass in the two thousands, right? Like, if you think about like mainstream pop culture, it was all about big tits and no ass. Like that was like the thing. And so I feel like did. the pants were there to try to like create an ass for you that you didn't have by making them super low rise. I don't know. Or it was because you had to show off the belly ring, right? So you had to wear crop tops. Right. And, and the uh, tramp stamp. The tramp oh, stamp. Yeah, for the sure. tramp stamp, yes. It's an accessory, Abby, of the, of the 2000s. It's an accessory. Uh, I am so thankful that I only went the piercing route and not the tattoo route. Good <laughs> I wish I went the piercing and not the tattoo. I mean, my lower back has got a white <laughs> tramp stamp on it. And Andy, a come on. minimal yeah, effort tramp stamp does not day. look Jeez. as good as you thought it was. <laughs> Andy, that was henna and you know it. You just didn't wash it off. <laughs> But if you needed to hold those pants up, you had to throw on a stylish, either a studded belt, white leather, black leather, but a studded belt. And you had to get the accessory belt buckle, right? Like the bigger, the better if you could rock it. For sure. I still have my favorite belt buckle upstairs and my studded belt, neither of which one. even remotely fit me. <laughs> <laughs> studded belts were not kind if you had a leather couch. I mean, they were not kind of cars. Yeah, yeah. we used to lean on cars. I like am a so sorry, right? To all oh yeah, great call. <laughs> the big. I remember my mom going all over the Someone place. Someone keyed the car. They must have put the keys in their knuckle and then dragged it like that. And I look and I'm like, huh. And then I look down and I'm like, well, that seems to match the belt that Wick let me borrow, but I'm not going to say anything about it right now. <laughs> I remember my, my favorite belt was a, a white faux leather belt with little metal stars on it. Oh, that's so cool. I had um, uh, black and white studs, and that, that was my favorite because I thought it looked like a ska belt. 
I now, I know this is going to offend at least one person on this podcast, but I'm going to say it right now. Another major accessory, speaking of stars, the nautical star tattoo. Still like it. Don't have it. No, it's cliche. Still enjoy them. If you didn't have the nautical star tattoo, you weren't shit in the 2000s. Let me just tell you. Right. Alarm. High five, Jared. I still see people with them and I go, I know how old you are. Exactly. Nautical star. It's still cool, Jared. And footwear kind of varied, but I would say, like, we're talking soaps, vans, soaps. Jared, we're, we're not in the 90s anymore. Uh, I, I agree with Jared. I think soaps were still pretty. Big. Nick was the only person with soaps in the 2000s. <laughs> Nick, that was it. It was like a middle school thing for me. Yeah, they were like 98. Early on. Like South Park was hot and soaps were hot <laughs> the same year. But I, I think it was like mostly you'd rock the old school vans, maybe some Chuck Taylors. Like that was kind of the the main footwear. Like you couldn't see anything other than that. I was a strict skateboard shoe, the Rowleys with the no shoe laces with the tongues that were elasticized in. That was my that was that was a cool look. That was a cool. That was like that was a very common look in the early two thousands for like all the the women that would go to the shows, and then there was a point like two thousand five where it just completely switched to ballet flats. Out of nowhere, oh, hell yeah. we went from like the biggest puffiest shoes of all time to like yep. nothing, like the flattest shoes. Um, I was a Chuck guy, so I, Vans were too expensive for me. Chucks were still pretty cheap, and I just Chuck Taylors all the way. The cheap ones. So, once again, not stylish here. So, I just had my Doc Martens. But <laughs> the thing that happened in 2005 when all the girls started getting those ballet shoes. Well, those girls have those shoes, and I got my stupid Doc Martens, and I'm just stamping on toes, like, not on purpose, of course, but, like, my boots were not conducive to dating girls with, you know, feet, tiny shoes. (laughs) Damn, those out there stomping hearts and stomping toes. Damn, this. And Doc Martens are like clown shoes. They are fucking huge. I think that's kind of insane. Those are just my boots. <laughs> I mean, granted, you are like six feet tall or bigger, so you have a huge foot. But it's like you're like stomping at Doc Martens, and I remember just thinking, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna if someone falls, their heads get crushed under that boot." I'm so sorry. So now that we've described kind of like the pop punk look for for the for the gent the gents, right? Like Abby, can you give us like a little bit of like what was the you were getting styled up for like a show in two thousand you were going to La Choza two thousand two, maybe get a burrito, but definitely see a couple punk bands. Like what are you what are you dressing in? I mean, I was never the epitome of fashion. <laughs> um, but always the studded belt, typically a stolen hoodie of someone's that I Yanked out of their closet when they weren't looking. Probably you, Eric. Um, I I went back and forth on the Dickies. It was either the super skinny jeans or like the hot pink Dickies. Um, That was a look that the girls were going for then. Really poorly dyed hair. Um, Manic panic, right? Like we're talking. Manic panic. And I'm also like, I... I'm I'm very jealous of of the septum rings of uh, the 2020. They all we had back then was the largest curved barbells on the face of the earth that took up my entire face. Yeah, you're a trendsetter with that. That was fucking awesome. I was gonna say another another kind of popular look then, but I don't know if anyone on the on the cast today was was rocking one of these. But the eyebrow ring, right? Like. Ooh. All right, can we, we just do a lot of people who had them though? Real, real quick around the horn, fashion do or don't eyebrow ring, Abby. Her in or then? Then was that ever oh, do. good luck? Do yes, do. Andy. Oh, it was super popular back then. Absolutely, Jared. The question was it popular or no? No, the question it? was, do you think it no. was a fashion do or don't back then? Oh. Like, if you're looking back on it, did you think it was a good look? It was popular, no doubt about it. But did you think it was a good look? No, Bill. No, it it caused uh, issues at certain times. I was gonna say it was so trashy. I'm sorry. Like I know yeah. it's popular, but it was it was trashy. Yeah, 
I, I, I would like we we knew people who had them and I'm like, oh, man, that kid's so cool. And then I'm like, I'm never going to do that because certain people we knew were like, hey, your shirt gets caught on it all the time and it's going to rip. And I'm like, OK, well, I'm a puss, so I'm not going to do that. But I used to look at like the guys in the band with it. And I'm like, oh, you're so fucking cool. <laughs> it was the look of like it was more of the goth look, I think, um, mm. or like the transition from like goth to like nickelback crowd or something like that was like <laughs> crowd right if you like that's, ever worked at a carnival you probably had an eyebrow piercing like that's and nipples you definitely if you worked at a carnival your near nipples are definitely pierced male it sounds female. like andy had a lot of fun in the back uh behind some of the tents there or something it's a good time andy yeah it started getting popular real quick though when in the 90s like nipple rings became a thing and then they were gone because they all got ripped out. No, there. It's like super popular today. Like I would is say, it still. Oh my oh, god, big time. Yeah, I'm not what's saying your, from like experience. I'm just. <laughs> what's your data set for that? Um, Pulling the brawless community. I don't know. Like it's just. <laughs> I, Abby, we're gonna have to ask you because we don't know. Like, like Wick alluded to, and he said, "Abby, what what were women wearing?" Because as everyone probably doesn't know we weren't the most popular with the ladies they didn't really hang out with us that often so we don't know what the women in the 90s were wearing probably besides our mothers and sisters first of all we're not talking about the 90s andy we're talking about the 2000s i'm sorry early 2000s we still didn't know in the 2000s next you are absolutely speaking for yourself some of us slayed back in the day we some of us had it. okay so bill slayed okay bill's the only one oh all right oh shit I, I think I hit my peak in like 04. So yeah, you're probably yeah, like Eric, early, Eric early 2000s, you know. Um, but I think Abby kind of nailed it, except we didn't really get a, we didn't get the top. Like uh, the hoodie, sure. I remember there being, it was kind of a belly shirt phenomenon at that point, right? Like the almost there showed an inch of the midriff kind of thing. Yeah. Um, is that fair? I, I think that that is fair. I think that was never my go-to look, so I probably don't have it in my brain as much, but I think that that is a fair. I would also say cap sleeves. Like yes. that was like the only way to try to like the boxy band shirts yeah. to try to make them look feminine. They throw a uh, cap sleeve on them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I still, I loved cap sleeves though. Like, I think they should be on men's shirts. The sleeve's way too long on a short sleeve. Like, I'm short, and it's, like, coming down halfway down my arm, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, it's like I'm in a long sleeve. It's July. I'm sweating. Give me a cap well, Andy, sleeve. because they're designed for adult bodies. I said, yeah, and I'm not tall. It's like, come on. I'll give me a cap sleeve any day. Andy, it's the like, width of them shoulders. <laughs> come on. I also- you mean I got to put shoulder pads in there? My shirt? Yes. <laughs> Need it for mobility. I also distinctly remember like some irony in women's clothing. I I am appalled at the thought of walking down. I walked from your house, Eric, to North Street in a bedazzled shirt that said porn star on the front of it. (laughs) That belonged to not me. Um, And I I feel like there was some irony in clothing as well. But that definitely had cap sleeves, rhinestones, and probably was a little shorter. In the well, midriff area. Well, I think there was a point where they tried to make t-shirts a little bit outrageous for a bit, right? Like you had, you always had the shirts that were like, you know, I'm with stupid kind of thing. Like that was a nineties thing. But then you got into the things that were like mildly inappropriate, like sexual innuendos kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like that was like a Billy Bob's lube jobs or something. <laughs> like you'd have this like shirt from like a Rue 21 or something that was just mildly inappropriate, but especially for like a 14 year old to be rocking walking down the street for sure um as we got further into the 2000s i'm sure you know we talked about the ballet flats for a second but it was also layers i remember that was like the big thing for the the girls that would go to shows was like five different shirts like all layered on top of each other i don't know how you're not sweating but it was we were were Uh, sweating i was was sweating like way back in the day my favorite thing was that people very few people wore them and I always was like, man, I really kind of like these and I should get one. The butt flaps, like the band T-shirts <laughs> turned into the butt flap. You can sit wherever you want. You're not going to sit in anything awful for your pants. I loved those. Like you're at a show and you just see some dude like running by with a butt flap and you're like, what? I'm going to call that upcycled, Andy. I think that's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I think it's, I think it's good. Reacting I think it probably... 
But go ahead, Jared. I was just saying rags back to riches. Exactly. I would say it probably helped prevent hemorrhoids for a lot of young young lads from sitting on the coal pavement, right? For this dude, absolutely. Like if you're going to uh, have your cigarette and there's nowhere to sit but this cold concrete, luckily I got my butt flap. My bondage pants are not going to get tore <laughs> up. So Extra life is good for this dude. I think that's a good point too. We spent a lot of time outdoors. So I think a lot of our, our clothing choices were informed by the amount of time that we were spending outdoors. Totally fair. So now that we've kind of described like our fashion scene, right? Because I think it was pretty specific in a bubble, but I think it was probably pretty universal for the folks who were like into punk and pop punk in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I want to give you guys a couple of other items that were popular in the fashion mainstream. And I'd like your opinion on them. So All right. and around the horn, give me a fashion do or don't. going to start out with this one is like, you could go either way. You could be the the mom shopping at a grocery store um, trying to look young, or you could be like, I want to look like I'm in The Sopranos, but that is the velour tracksuit. Oh, shit. Abby, fashion do or don't? Never. Andy? Never. I do. I will say this, though. There were women that I definitely was attracted to in, in velour tracksuits, but I'm like, I mean, like, you know, it looks good on you. Like, I would never wear it. And I don't condone it, but yes. Bill. Oh, t- totally, totally. Be like, how would I know that something was juicy if it wasn't on their ass? <laughs> Very valid point. Jared, Why fashion, you were juicy don't. one, but I would. Yeah. I'm for it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm yeah. all for it. That's like, a good look. Comfort. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and then I would also say, like, some some folks look good and it just it just worked for me. Yep. <laughs> Jackson. But then it yeah. evolved into just wearing workout clothes when you clearly don't work out. Like that's true. Oh hey, I'm at the grocery store and all these workout clothes. Mm. Oh. There was a track jacket phase. I think American Eagle probably put yes. it into the mainstream. So the track jacket was also a thing. I was for that as well. I still have one of my old track jackets. Me too. My Adidas ones. All right, next round. Cargo pants. I'm gonna start with Oh Andy. fuck. <laughs> Cargo pants. I wore them. They're a fashion. Don't. Bill, you look very shamed. Uh, I wore them. I wear them. <laughs> it's still a fashion. Don't. <laughs> Most of these things that we're, we're mentioning right now, I still wear this shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they were great for putting cigarettes in. I mean, you had just a lot of pockets. You could store a cell phone, cigarettes, your wallet. It was great. Yeah, some days though you're like, where are they? You got to check like all seven pockets. And then your parents like, you smell like smoke, and you're like, I don't have any cigarettes. And they're you know parents, so they're older, so they tap the top pockets. Don't even check the cargoes, and you just walk right through. Yeah, they walk. You can wash (laughs) anything. TSA checkpoint. (laughs) Jared cargo pants. Them, they never knew. Yeah, I had them. I wore them. They're useful. Looking back though, was it a was it a hit? Your forum. Yeah. If you're like, a cargo, not the ones that aren't like crazy, crazy baggy, like the ones where you can fit like three liter bottles of <laughs> soda in the pockets and stuff like that, that gets a little bit much. Whoa, deep when cut it's just like three a liters extra supply pocket on the thigh or something. That's it's a little different. Okay, that tracks, Abby. Um, I I think that they were a do, particularly as a woman who was wearing extremely tight pants and had a very large cell phone and an iPod and a wallet, I could give it to one of you to carry for me with your 97 pockets and you wouldn't know the difference. So I I vote do. Yeah, and while we're running around, all the shit just flies out because the pockets are never zipper pockets because we're all poor. I mean, granted, my favorite shorts were cargo. I mean, they they had a cargo outside pocket, a cargo. I never said shorts, Andy. This is cargo pants. I know. (laughs) I know. I'm just saying. Oh. Um, I'm going to say fashion don't. I thought they were unnecessarily bulky. Lost so many things. Bill, I, you're going to argue. Go ahead. Uh, I, I'm just going to throw a sh- uh, shout out to Shawnee D going down to uh, the Army-Navy store, grabbing our awesome <laughs> cargo pants that looked fucking dope. Getting you guys all cargoed up. <laughs> I feel like this is another one very pointed at Bill. Um, oh, so I'm going to start with him. Camo pants. Another one I still rock. Fashion do, of course. 
Now, I have a question for you, Bill. Do you consider camo pants stolen valor? (laughs) (laughs) I do. Yeah. No, I, 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 uh, Stolen Valor of Hunters, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I never caught a deer in my life. I run after him all the time, but never caught him. Fair. Jared, what were you saying? I was just saying, if it's a white leopard print, does that count? (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was a good look, Jared. (laughs) Maybe that's like special ops. (laughs) Well, Jared, is our camel pants do or don't? No. Unless you're doing something where you need (laughs) the camo. I feel attacked. Uh, that's fair. Abby? For women, yes. For men, absolutely not. <laughs> Andy? This is this is going to be controversial. Camo is never cool. I don't care if you're hunting or you're... I, it's just, it's not it's a not good fair, man. You can't. Yeah, it's not fair. For like civilians Bill, is what you're he's saying, He's doing Andy. it fair. He's trying to chase down a deer with his bare hands. But and even for civilians, no, I hate... Like, I always hated going out and someone's like, you know, they're the big bulky freaking sweater that's camo with the matching pants. And I'm like, what What are you doing? No. Where are you? I can't, like, I can't yeah, see I'm you. I can see you. Fashion don't. I'm going to say that uh, it was a fashion do in the late 90s. It was a fashion don't in the early 2000s. I remember I had a pair of red, black, and white camo pants I got from Kay's Merchandise on North Street Represent. And I look fly as fuck in those things. I'm just gonna say it right now. So, yeah, that you was can't, good. Boy. You can't tell me anything when I was wearing those pants. So, just saying. But if I had worn them in like 2001, I probably would have like not left my house. <laughs> All right, this is a controversial one. I, big brands came out for this one, um, and it wasn't quite in our style. And I think. The people who wore them tend to be very douchey. So don't let the douchiness of the person take away from the fashion statement of a trucker hat. Jared. No, that wasn't my thing. Abby. Appalling. Andy. I I liked the trucker hats. I still do. <laughs> Bill. You would. They were awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, as someone with a very sweaty head, I like the breeziness, so I'll take a trucker hat all day. And how many cool, like, different slogans and brands yes. did you get on those hats? That's so cool. I couldn't Light wear on them. The front, crazy color on the back. I mean, the logo on a normal uh, hat. Normal hats were too thick. I agree with Wick. It's just, it was a perfect breezy summer hat. I, I got a tiny skull. Hat, I don't wear hats, but I always wanted to. I just didn't want to lose my hair. I, I had the backwards baseball in. cap. I, I couldn't. I couldn't wear the uh, the trucker cap because I'd have to like get like a couple of those rungs like would be <laughs> sticking out, and it just didn't, it didn't look good. So it wasn't a good look on me, but it was a fucking cool look. Yeah, it had to be frontward. I loved guys like they had the frontward trucker hat and they had a fucking band t shirt, and then there was usually a girl looking at them, and I'm like, ah, it could have been me. <laughs> I didn't grow up in a Catholic household. Like, hey, can I get this hat? Looks like a trucker hat. Looks like a trucker for Satan. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) You know what truckers do? They they run drugs. Is that what you're looking to do? Do they know this? I mean, I see trucks all the time. Is that the problem? Um, Sorry to get back on topic. I guess I have to say that. Um, Sorry to get back on topic, but... Um, so that's kind of like a lot of early 2000s stuff. And I think like as we moved into, I think probably where we all kind of broke off from each other was probably like by 2007. So we're going to like go to 2007. We'll move our way towards it. Um, Cause I think we saw each other a lot less at that point. And uh, I don't remember what I wore from like 2007 to 2010. You couldn't, <laughs> I don't think I can find a picture of me at that point, but very much the emo phase at that point. 04 really kicked off like the big emo phase. So I'd say like the biz- the biggest accessory at that point really was hair. Yeah. Was the big mop tops, right? Like either had it like big and fluffed out and teased. Maybe you had it flat ironed. Maybe you were Andy and you were just trying to hang on to whatever scraps you had left. Um, I had a lot back then. I just didn't want it to go. What up? <laughs> 
I'm curious because I think it was, it definitely was a look. And I think that there's always been like a popular men's hair trend, like, you know, every decade you can think of. I would say now it's kind of like that natural, like broccoli kind of look going on that people are doing. Um, but the emo cut kind of like, it kind of swept because you had folks like in the mainstream, like a Zac Efron and like a Justin Bieber and those folks like that were rocking that kind of same do. So I think it kind of like gave it that Overlapped. extra, that extra cred. Yeah. But, um, I think out of the group here, I might be the only one that had the like big long. Oh yeah, hair. I know my. I got it down to my shoulders. I had super long hair for a while, but I didn't do anything with it. It was just yeah. Eric had style, bro. I, yeah, I was really. I, I, yeah, I was, the flash. I, my I was hairdresser would get stoned and cut my hair. So, you know, I'd be like, hey, man, this is what I want. And then he'd kind of just wrong. do whatever he went wanted. Went too deep. And so my hair was always awful. Why am I picturing you? Yeah, Andy, you had the worst. You literally had the worst haircuts. He'd just go, hold on, I'll be back. And then I didn't know he was getting high. And then he'd come back out and then, you know, just kind of cut my hair and laugh. And then be like, all right, you're all done. And then, you know. <laughs> bad sign. Yes, yeah. Andy with the the mutton chops and the very teeny straight bangs across his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, I don't, Pete. That's not what I'm looking to get done. Don't worry, it'll come out like you want. And I'm like, all right, well, he he's he's a bar, he's he's a haircut guy, right? He's got to know Telling that me. this will come know. out with what I asked. He's cutting hair. He's the professional. No, I mean, hundred percent. He was like, Andy, hold on, I'm gonna cut your bangs. I'm gonna go get the bowl. Like that's <laughs> that's where we were. I know. And he just, it was awful. But I don't think there was a lot of like change in terms of the, the clothing. I think it was still like a lot of band shirts, a lot of like mm-hmm. skinny jeans, fucking, I just you know. I a bunch of thermals at that point and sweatshirty stuff more. I think I finally got rid of the mohawk at that point and started just going spiky hair everywhere. <laughs> and uh, I think it was a half and half haircut at that point. Like, I'd be half black and like half a different color. Hmm. Stylish look. So I think we covered like a pretty good amount of ground here, especially for like, I think, I think our style. Um, I would say like looking back as a whole, I would say the two thousands were pretty cringeworthy. I don't know if anyone has any different feelings about that. I I think they were awesome. Yeah. I still wear pretty much the same thing. Mm. Uh, So, I mean, I rock jeans and a band t-shirt. I think it's great. I, I'm hoping it comes back in style with my uh, long, long dicky shorts and uh, my band t-shirts with seven, seven shirts on at a time. Yeah. Well, wow. over shirts. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Don't miss the, it too much. No. The, the long shirt under the short sleeve shirt. That was more like a grunge thing, but I carried out for a long time. It carried off for a very yeah, long. I will agree. I I feel like should have never happened. But I think a lot of the fashion that we went over, I'm like, nah, I kind of missed that. I, I think it was fun. You I mean, go bust out an attic underneath a right long sleeve shirt, Andy. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying, yeah, just put on a long. Like Pat, remember he used to do the Hurley and the Hurley, and you're like, why are you wearing a Hurley long sleeve T-shirt with a Hurley short sleeve underneath it? Just wear the Hurley long sleeve. I'm hurling over here. <laughs> Hurley hat. They made pants. He had Hurley pants. <laughs> now, question: Did Hurley paying you? Was Hurley like the douchiest brand, or were there douchier brands? Ooh. There were douchier brands. Did we talk about Jinkos? That's still nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, it's got to be in the running. It's got to be in the running. What Would you say like Ed Hardy? Ed Hardy is probably the douchiest. <laughs> that was a big one, right? <laughs> The fake tattoo shirts. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. None of us run with Ed Hardy gear. We couldn't afford it. That's true, too. That shit was so expensive. That was, like, the thing that, like, kids would save up, like, their entire, like, allowance for six months to buy the one Ed Hardy t-shirt and wear it to everything. (laughs) Were there a few people, though, that were, like, connected to us that were Ed Hardy people? Because I feel like... I'm sure somewhere. One one of you may have a sibling that was an Ed Hardy person, but I could be wrong about that. 
No. I don't think so. Not that I'm aware. No, no God, my family was too I feel like you're saying Hardy. it and I'm thinking of Nick Manns, but. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, he never had any Ed Harley t shirts. He had Hurley t shirts. Hurley, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> he was a Hurley bro. He probably bro. had a Harley shirt at some point. He probably did have a Harley shirt. But no, yeah, he was a Hurley bro. He always had the Hurley t shirts. Oh, he had Ed Hurley. <laughs> Hurley, <laughs> he was the the surfer guy. I could see him with a he had the soaps, the necklace. Hurley, and then like the baggy shorts. Yeah, because he spent all his money at Pac Sun. Yeah, all his money at Pac Sun. <laughs> oh, the slip-ons, Van slip-ons, checkers, mm. especially. For a while. Oh yeah, they were expensive oh, though. Uh, what were the Saucony ones? Oh, the, the jazz. jazz. Yeah. yeah, jazz. Yeah, or jazz were nice. Yeah, Saucony's you know, had a pretty big, a pretty big lift in like oh four, oh five. Oh, luckily we did too because we knew sold. somebody. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, were they actually popular or just for us because we had the hookup? <laughs> no, I think they they they, they were, they're making they some some headwinds in some it. places. It's a little different. The four one three. You know, yeah, the four one three. One thing you haven't brought up that I have after reviewing some photographic evidence wanted to assess with you all is there was an awful lot of visor wearing by certain people we spent time with. How do we feel about the visor? Always hated it. I couldn't, I couldn't rock the visor. So Abby, I feel like you're saying specifically about Timmy K. We're just going to say it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, I was just looking through one specific photo album. Nick is wearing a Yankees Visor. <laughs> well, because Nick did, Nick did everything that, that he Tim has did. Long hair too. <laughs> Tim Tim wore one. There was one of some member of the incline wearing one. Makes so, sense. Oh yeah, visors were starting to become popular, and then you know they realized they weren't ninety year old women golfing, so they didn't need to have a fucking visor on. They weren't playing bingo. Well, they well played bingo. Tim would wear a visor. Then Nick would wear a visor. Tim bought some high top uh, pump up shoes. Nick bought them, and then they both rolled their ankles simultaneously <laughs> at an Egremont pickup game at uh, about ten thirty at night. And then, oh, yeah, someone that. from the incline did have a visor, trying to bring it back. And it's like, no, we won't mention any names, but you could narrow it down to five of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The vi- yeah the visor was a thing. I think if I remember correctly, the visor kind of came like at the end of like. The boy band craze. I think that was like kind of the look. I mean, you, obviously, it was always a sporty thing, but I think there was like a little bit of a boy band influence for the yeah, visor. Yeah, wear it to the side, croc to the side. Well, I would say like the whole- that you're going uh, can't hardly wait, right? Like Upside Seth Green's character. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Who reminds um, me of quite a few people we hung out with. Well, that's actually <laughs> another another uh, another very popular item that was worn a ton in the very, very early 2000s. I would even say like late 90s, and probably by people for, for history, but it was a, a, a popular look was, I'll try to think of a better way. Uh, Andrea calls it the wife pleaser. Obviously, oh, you know what I'm yeah. talking about, the ribbed white <laughs> tank top. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, is that a better or worse hair. term? Like Better. Even, even with the mohawk on the sides, I would, I would bleach, especially like 2000, 2001. I'd keep the sides bleached, like bleach, bleach. Yeah, bleach was a big one. Yeah, uh, people had a, way too much bleach in the two thousands. It was. Can I say something I hated in the two thousands were the plugs for the ears, like people stretching their ear, like gauges. like yeah, the gauges. Oh, I hated that. I loved it. <laughs> Did you have them, Bill? No, I did not oh, want to bring any attention to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> These dumb looking motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I don't need uh, any more attention to those. Yeah, Bill could fit like a fucking hot dog through his lobes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a but, corn dog, bro. Bun in all, yeah. <laughs> Yo, check out those corn dogs, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> well, def- definitely like frosted tips were a thing. Like that was the ski jump. With the frosted tip. Yes. Yeah. Like JoJo had that. Like. Yes. <laughs> oh, this can't oh, yeah. do like hair oh, that was, product that was and crazy stuff. Look. It just, I hated it. It looked worse if I tried to like make it do something <laughs> than when I just let it go. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't get all moosed up. You, you, you used to have to try to moose and then hairspray. Get the moose to like mold it and then the hairspray to hold it. 
You know, I think that's one of my favorite things about this era is that the men spent more time primping <laughs> and getting ready than men did. <laughs> 100%. Totally fair. Yeah. Wicked. Well, who did we have to look up to? I mean, it was like all the pretty boys, you know, we had to, we had to try to look stylish. What? Was that what we were doing? <laughs> Some of us. Some of us were trying to get it on. Yeah. Good. <laughs> All that mattered was what your MySpace photos looked like. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Very true. Whoever was in your top eight, that's... This is even before top eight. Top eight came late in the game. Mm. It was a later thing. Top eight. What, yeah. what, what year are we talking? Top eight? Like That was like 07. I think top eight well, came Well, 07 out. was Facebook starting to hit. Yeah. No, well, yeah. Even before that. That's what I'm saying. Is the end, it was like the end of MySpace oh, yeah. is when the whole top eight thing came along but like i think myspace was real big like oh three oh four sounds right like where that really bro we're gonna get our live journal on man that's that's when we're hitting uh well hitting i that. do i do want to prep an episode for the future and i'll tell you all oh. now i want to talk about the guest book wars of 2002 and 2003 <laughs> yeah for those of you who remember if you were trying to start a punk band or something you'd you'd go on you'd create your like CJB or your Angel Fire website, and you always have to have a guest book. And if someone popped in, they'd sign your guest book. And guess what? That Eric, was the place to shit talk. How dare you say stolen valor when I was part of those wars? <laughs> oh, you and you were definitely wearing camo. <laughs> I take it back. Out, Eric. <laughs> the the guest book I, wars were real. I are smart, baby. I are smart. I are smart. Uh, a whole band we'll dedicated it. to make fun of us. <laughs> yeah. um, we we, we inspired an entire knockoff. <laughs> which was awesome. I ended up working with that kid later on, one of the dudes in the band. <laughs> Actually, I'm, so, yeah, I'm was, so sorry for all of my actions, but I can't wait to get into it uh, on that pod. <laughs> Definitely gonna dip in. We have to have. I think we're gonna have to bring on like a big Pat because definitely I think he, like he was the general of the fucking <laughs> guest book wars. <laughs> it was the place to talk shit for well, sure. Ho- hopefully, you all enjoyed a little bit of nostalgia tonight talking about two thousands fashions. We're gonna come back probably next week or the week after, probably with a game. I think it might be time for a game. Or an interesting list. Andy, give it to us. We need a sound bite. It's going to be an interesting list. <laughs> it's going to be hard to find a, 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 a intro for this one. We didn't have any crazy controversy. We all kind of agreed on the, on the fashions yeah. here. Andy, we should just let you talk a little bit more. No, I kid you. We're going to end it now. Um, appreciate you all listening. We'll be back in a few weeks. And we'll catch you all then. Have a good night. Peace. Roar. Bye.